Well, hello and welcome back to another brief presentation. There's information here that I think will be interesting, inspirational, shall I say. I'm Dr. Cecil Cockerham, and I'll be your teacher for a few minutes as we go to this lesson called Union Distinction, No Separation. God is one. That word translated as one is in the plural, not singular, because God is Father, Jesus, and Holy Spirit. Three distinct persons who make up one being without the loss of persons. God is not one in the sense there's only one being, no other, like the ancient mystery religions taught and perhaps even some of the new age religions teach today. That's for you to research that yourself. We are in union with God and that is one because this God has created us out of nothing and in the fullness of time assumed our full humanity and in so doing, he made us partakers of his divine nature. He literally lives us in himself. Isn't that beautiful? He literally lived us into himself. That's a very interesting statement. True spiritual power lies not in the meditating on the universal being all is, or whatever else the new age would subscribe to you, but true spiritual power lies in the subject or subjective experience of the intimacy we have been included into Father, Son, and Spirit. It is the intimacy of the eternal Son of God with the Father in the communion of Holy Spirit gives us the mind, heart, and eyes of Christ that lets us see reality for what it is. Union with distinction, but no separation. That's the key here in this lesson is union with distinction, but no separation. Our thought structures are set at default to deism. We tend to think in terms of we are down here and God is up there. When we grasp, start to grasp the implications, our hearts begin to sing yes, 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 but our heads scream no, no, no. Well, it takes time before our minds join in the music of the heart and start to sing in unison of yes, yes, yes. But what a beautiful song it makes when that starts to happen. We came here in God's image and after his likeness, and we came here upright. We then embrace religious ideas about that image and likeness and uprightness, and we're alienated and enemies of God in our minds. And you can look up Colossians 1.21 that it was our thinking 
that separated us from God. It was not God separating us from himself. We took on the conception of lower thoughts of a world mind. We took on a mistaken identity about ourselves. We needed redeemed between our ears. Sin is really deemed by most people who don't understand the subject as mistaken identity. I've got some teaching on that. If you want to know more about it, you certainly can look that up from grace-based teachers that sin equals mistaken identity. One of the biggest lies perpetrated in religion is the idea that we automatically inherited Adam's sin, receiving a sin nature, an Adamic identity. Note, that fallacy has confused the whole church, including most of the world. This is a common belief system that you came here and because of Adam and Eve's sin of the garden, then we have a sin nature. We have an Adamic nature. We're, we're identified with Adam, but the factor of the matter, we've always been one with God our Father. One of my favorite scriptures is Genesis 2, 7. And God breathed into man in his nostrils the breath of life, and he became a living being. That's all you really need to know if you just internalize and understand that one scripture of Genesis 2, 7. Now, of course, it was God's will for Jesus to go to the cross, knowing that we had embraced what? This mistaken identity. We got amnesia and forgot who we were, and that Jesus' death would expose the lies of religion. Nevertheless, his resurrection would reveal the truth, which had always been the truth about us. And what, what is this in red I have printed? Jesus confirmed who we had always been. Let me take that one more time. Jesus confirmed who we had always been. One of the meanings of resurrection is the discovery of spiritual truth. We can only discover what has always been there. Now that's a power statement. We can only discover what has always been there. Therefore, my question is this, why would God have to see or view us through Jesus or the blood or anything other than his own mind and how he made us to begin with? He is his own source needing nothing. Christianity has been built upon so many misconceptions and lies which still kill and destroy from our awareness. You see that scripture that came out of still kill and destroy? You know, in that context, if you go read it, he was talking to the Pharisees who were the keepers of the law. So in context, what was the law, the religious people, was stealing and killing and destroying the truth of God. People believing the lie that they were separated. Not true at all. Our individual awareness is our projection 
which projects outwardly what we plant into it. I must say that one more time. Our individual awareness is our projection, which projects outwardly what we plant into it. For example, as a man thinks in his heart, his awareness, so is he, so will he, his experience in life be. I've been a coach, counselor, and mentor for many, many years. And this is one of my key scriptures that I use with everyone. Out of the heart, awareness flow the issues of life. Okay? So, everybody that comes with you, to with me, that have a issue, a reason they would come for coaching or counseling or mentoring, it is a heart issue. I start from, from that premise because it says all the issues of life flow out of that. So it's gotta be a heart issue. So what's the real you within the heart is what you discover as they speak to you and share what they came to see you in the beginning, which by the way, is never the reason why God brought them to you. It was just the issues that caused them to make the appointment and come to see you. The most important thing we can do for ourselves is to plant seeds of truth. Now I'm talking about real truth in our heart that and it bear fruit that remains. That's the main thing. If we have real truth in our heart, then it will bring fruit that remains. Here's my most important and most exciting part of these brief presentations are the action steps, affirmations plus music. And I keep saying over and over and over, I'll go on YouTube and find you some uh, 28 Hertz uh, meditation music. And find one that you seem to gravitate towards, just the music, soothing music. And with that music, I've got some affirmations here that you can say with the music. And I suggest that you say these the first thing in the morning and then especially in the evening before you go to bed. You can say this, Jesus confirmed who I have always been. Make that personal. Jesus confirmed who I have always been. Make it personal. I'm in union with the Godhead. What is Godhead? Father, Son, Spirit. With distinction, but no separation. With distinction, but no separation. We are one. That's one of the greatest things that you'll ever have to grasp, believe, and receive it that can change your life forever. It's just you are one with him and he's one with you. And that oneness is in the incarnation. Jesus, the man, you are the man. You are the Christ man as Jesus was a Jesus man. I plant seeds of real truth that bear fruit that remains. Wow. I plant seeds of real truth 
that bear fruit that remains. These are power statements, folks. If you say these with music, embed them into your psyche, it can certainly change your life forever. So I'm gonna stop sharing.